I am Taylor Barr, radio DJ. I write monologues for the radio. Five monologues a day, five days a week. Here, I am chronicling them. I hope you enjoy. I am not over-exaggerating or telling you this so that you freak out. In fact, I am telling you this so that you don't freak out. Aliens have moved into our quaint town. Yes, it's true. My newest neighbors, a family of four, have all shown tendencies often related to aliens. That, and they drive a 1972 Volkswagen bus, which we all know were launched into space in the early 80s. There can only be one explanation as to why they have that piece of antiquity, and that's that they have been to space. They also leave their windows completely open, and I've seen what they watch on TV. From what I can tell, they watch a lot of nature documentaries. Now, why would a human need to watch so many nature documentaries? We already live around nature, and I think that's enough. No, the only creatures that could benefit from these sorts of things would be ones not of this world. An extraterrestrial, studying up on the planet they have been sent to destroy. <laughs> Typical. Another thing that they did that was really suspicious was when they brought out their trash. They just tossed all their trash up and over the dumpster in these big black bags. That's weird, right? I just put my things in boxes and toss out the boxes once they're full. That or I'd swing by the dumpster on the way out of my house. Bags just seem wasteful. Why would I throw away a perfectly good bag? That doesn't make sense. No, 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 no. The only possible explanation is that they're aliens. There's just no other option. One of the neighbors talked to me today while I was out checking my mailbox. I thought it was odd that they didn't have anything in their hands, like they were just going through the motions of checking the mail without actually doing so. I guess he could have just not had any mail, and that makes good sense because they just moved in too. But he was moving his hands like he was shuffling through papers, and again, there was nothing there. Maybe he was just nervous. Maybe he was frantic from my line of questioning, and he knew he sounded suspicious and he saw me reaching for my bag of dirt and worms I keep looped at my belt. I was loosening the ties to my bag of tricks when the dad of this alien family turned away and mumbled something about a clogged toilet. How many appliances must these extraterrestrials break before we do something about it? So I offered to fix it for him. I figured I could sneak a peek at what exactly it is that they're up to in that house of theirs. The alien man thanked me and led me into his home, where he keeps all of his valuables, all of his dreams, all of his hopes and his aspirations, and his family. Why would he trust a nearly complete stranger in his innermost sanctum is beyond me. I'm not one to look a gifted horse in the mouth, though. And this horse was a gift. And I will not question anything about it. What I saw inside 
you wouldn't believe. When I entered the alien base, it felt like I was in a completely different world. I saw a fridge and a microwave and a fireplace. All the markings of an evil presence. The alien man led me to the bathroom and pointed at his broken toilet. It was entirely detached from the wall in what I can only assume was an attempt to figure out what the issue was. I find it hard to believe aliens wouldn't have indoor plumbing, but stranger things have happened. I grabbed some tools from my house and went back over to the alien residence. I asked them, when did this happen? And what exactly happened, too? Turns out, they've been living with a broken toilet since they've moved in a whole three days ago. I might not trust them or their intentions, but I'll be a monkey's uncle before I let anyone live without modern amenities. It took a whole three hours to repair the toilet, during which time I discovered that the alien family is here for work. They received a job offer at the local airport, which allowed them to send their kids to good schools while still being able to afford rent. Turns out, they also have an alien child attending university for physics. This only solidifies my convictions. No reasonable human would just study physics, let alone earn a degree in it. The only possible explanation is that they are aliens. Sending their technician to school so that he can learn how to use earth compounds and sciences to rebuild their ship and get back to their homeworld. I'm intrigued by this quote-unquote family, and I'll be keeping an eye on them. My friends have been pushing me relentlessly, to leave the new neighbors alone. Even when faced with cold, hard evidence as to their being aliens, nearly all of my friends are going against me on this. I, I tried to convince them I did. I, I, I showed them the diagrams and schedules I've written up for how they go about their days, what exactly it is that they're plotting. You know, I... I showed them the countless photographs and videos I've taken of their private life, and all I met with is a harsh tone and comments like, 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 that's not your property, you can't film it, or you've seriously been doing this? I thought it was a joke. You actually believe your neighbors are aliens that are planning on destroying this planet? Why would they do that? Why would they come visit a planet, plant seeds here, build lives, get jobs, raise a family, only to inevitably destroy it? It just doesn't make sense, and you're letting this conspiracy tear you and your relationships apart. Look around you. I'm your last friend, and even I'm hanging on by a string. I'm stuck between reporting you to the police or just putting you on a plane and getting you restarted somewhere else entirely. You know, I really used to think of us as best friends, but now... And stuff like that. I know that everyone's worried about me and whether or not this is a healthy obsession. I say, so what if I'm obsessed? At least I'm doing something.
I knew it. I knew it, and I have finally proven it. That new family that recently moved in, I've had a suspicion that they are not of this world. They're not like us. Up until now, it's just been hearsay and rumor, albeit spread by yours truly. Today, though, I finally captured on camera real alien behavior. It can't just be weird behavior. No, no, no. This is real weird stuff. I saw the eldest boy pop buttons at the back of his head where the hair separated and folded over to reveal a tight, semi-translucent, green-skinned scalp. He continued to unbutton his human skin as I watched with bated breath. I couldn't believe my luck. When it was over, his skin suit lay there on the living room floor, looking like a melted kid off his paper route. What stood above it was a disgusting, frog-like creature, bipedal and slimy, exactly as I suspected the alien might have been. Not to say they're exactly frog-like, just in their physiology, not their behavior. They don't act like frogs. I want that to be very clear. I like frogs. He left the room and I packed up my video camera, making sure to keep the film securely protected. In an attempt to free my mind from the worries of alien attack, I figured I could get the government involved. I figure if anyone is going to help a random citizen, it's the social structure set in place to do that exact thing. It turns out, though, that no one in the government is even willing to hear what I have to say. They refuse to watch my tapes or look at my pictures or read my numbers. It's almost like they've teamed up, and neither the government nor the aliens are going to rat out the other. I have been Taylor Barr, your radio DJ of sorts. I do hope you enjoyed my monologues. I know I enjoyed writing them. Stay tuned next time for more monologues and more monologues and more monologues. <laughs>